morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is where you are. Thank you for joining me again for Rev Kev and The Root. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, I ask that you would speak to me and speak through me, Lord, to your people. Lord, that you would allow to rest upon me. And Father, we know that, Lord, that uh, information without revelation only leads to frustration and exasperation. So Lord, I ask that you would speak through me clearly and Father, that you would cause the hearers of your word to have good ears, to be able to hear what the spirit is saying to the church. And so Lord, we give you the glory, the honor and the praise. Lord, I ask that you would be with those who are suffering from COVID. Lord, that you would be with those who have lost loved ones to COVID. And Lord, that you would comfort their hearts and uh, comfort their minds. And Lord, well, that you would do what you know how to do so well. And that is to see us through all of our difficulties in this world. And we know that our suffering of this present time, Lord, is, is not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And that Lord, oh, these light and momentary afflictions are only for a moment. But afterward, Lord, we're gonna, if we suffer with you, then we're also gonna glory with you. So Father, we know that a lot of times we don't want to suffer, but Lord, we know that on the other side of suffering and travailing, uh, there'll be joy. Even as a woman that is giving birth to a child, when a child is born, then there is joy and she forgets all about her pain. Lord, we know that this world is swiftly passing away and that one day you're coming back for your church, Lord, and I don't believe it's going to be very uh, far off from now. So Father, help us to remain steadfast and faithful to you knowing, Lord, that you say that he that endures unto the end, the same shall be saved. So, Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. This episode uh, is entitled Realms and the Trichotomy of Mankind, which is uh, what we've been dealing with since the latter part of last year. Um, and the podcast, of course, is Rev. Kevin the Root, but the, the episode is uh, Realms and the Trichotomy of Mankind. We're still dealing with the sense of sight. And right now we are going into Exodus or Shemot chapter 18, where Moses' father-in-law comes to him in the wilderness. So this uh, episode is called Realms and the Trichotomy of Mankind, the Sense of Sight. Yitro, the Kohen of Midian, uh, Moshe's Koten in Hebrew is Koten, his father-in-law. So he was the Kohen, the priest. That's the, the uh, Hebrew word for priest. Uh, uh, Jethro or Yitro, which there's no J's in Hebrew, but Yitro, uh, the Midianite, uh, Moshe's father-in-law. And he comes to him in the wilderness uh, after hearing what God had done for Moshe or Moses and the children of Yaakov or Jacob or Israel. Uh, I was kind of uh, really uh, trying to see, you know, what uh, the Lord would have me to call this episode. Um, and I thought about calling it uh, to balance or not to balance. I also thought about calling it uh, delegate. Uh, uh, and, but I also thought about calling it Moses or Superman, Moses or 
Superman. Uh, our foundational scripture is found in the book of Hebrews chapter five. And it says, of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing you are dull of hearing. For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, uh, for he is a babe. But strong meat belong to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Amen. Uh, I want to start off with uh, just sharing a, a few scriptures with you uh, and then some definitions. And I know it's been a little while, uh, a couple few weeks since I've been, done a podcast, but I always try to bring uh, the best uh, and, and really hear from God and hear what he has for me to share with the listeners and not just throw something together. But uh, I put my heart and soul into each podcast. Amen. The first scripture is 2 Corinthians 4, 7. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse number 7. Um, this is uh, one of the letters that Paul wrote to the church at Corinth. And the scripture again is 2 Corinthians 4, uh, verse number 7. 2 Corinthians 4, verse number 7. Amen. Let me get over there to that scripture. And Paul says here, uh, let's read verse 6 and 7 of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. He says, for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. He's referring to the book of Bereshit or the book of Genesis. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness uh, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Verse seven says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of us. He says again, verse seven of chapter four of second Corinthians, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Also Philippians chapter four, verse 13. Most of you probably know it by heart. Philippians four, verse number 13. And Paul here, uh, Paul is writing to the church at Philippi. And he, in his letter, writes here in the 13th verse, he says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And if we keep that, that verse in its context, Paul here is talking about uh, having little and having much. He says in verse 10, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at the last, 
your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am. And of course, when he says state there, he's not talking about a geographical location, but he's talking about a, a, a state in life and whatever um, situation he might find himself in. He has learned in whatsoever state to uh, therewith to be content. He says, I know how to, uh, to be abased, to have little, and I know how to abound, to have a lot everywhere and in all things. I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to uh, abound and to suffer need. And then he says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. This is the same Paul who said that uh, God, that, you know, he prayed that the thorn in his flesh would be removed. And God told him, my grace is sufficient for you. And Paul says uh, that in his, in his, in my weakness, his strength is made perfect, is what Paul says. Now, in the book of Better Sheet or Genesis, chapter 25, uh, chapter 25 of Genesis, uh, and one, beginning with verse one through five, it says here, then again, Abraham took a wife and her name was Keturah. And Keturah was uh, of the line of Ham, of Noah's children. And verse 2 says, And she bare him Zimran and Jokshan and Medan and Midian. Remember that. That Midian came about through the, through the, uh, the union of Abraham and his wife Keturah. Keturah was not a, if you want to call her Jewish or Hebrew woman, she was Hamitic or from the line of Ham or from the African uh, line. And Ishbak and Shua and Jokshan begat Sheba, uh, Sheba and Dedan, and the sons of Dedan were Shurim and Letushim and Leumim, and the sons of Midian, Ephah and Ephur and Hanak and Abida and Elada. Uh, all these were the children of Keturah. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac, but unto the sons of the concubines, which Keturah was one of Abraham's concubines, which, uh, which Abraham had, uh, Abram gave gifts and sent them away. Uh, Keturah, he sent Keturah away and uh, also uh, Hagar uh, from his son Isaac while he yet lived eastward unto the east country. Now in First Chronicles, I want to read there also, and then we'll put it all together. Amen. First Chronicles, beginning with uh, verse 32. First Chronicles 25. I don't think I gave it a chapter, but it's First Chronicles 20. Let me see. First Chronicles 1, I'm sorry. First Chronicles chapter 1. Uh, beginning with verse 32, 1 Chronicles 1 and 32, it says, Now the sons of Keturah, Abraham's concubine, she bare Zimran and Jokshan and Medan and Midian and Ishbak and Shua and the sons of uh, Jokshan, Sheba and Dedan and the sons of Midian, Ephah and Ephur and Hanak and Abida uh, and El 
Elda, Elda'a, all these are the sons of Keturah. All right. Now, uh, in Exodus or Shemot, chapter 2, verse 15 through 22. Exodus chapter 2, or Shemot chapter 2. Uh, let me get over there. Excuse me. In uh, verse 15. 2.15. And it says, now when Pharaoh heard, this is after Moses had slew the Egyptian because of the, uh, because of how he treated the Hebrews or the Israelites. Now, when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to slay Moses. When he heard that Moses had slew one of the, one of the Egyptians, Pharaoh heard about it and he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. And the shepherds came and drove them away. But Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock. And when they came to rule, or the same person that is called Jethro or Yitro, their father, he said, how is it? that ye are come uh, so soon today, because he knew how long it usually took for them to draw water for all the animals, but they were back quicker that particular day. And they said an Egyptian, talking about Moshe or Moses, that's who they're talking about. An Egyptian uh, delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds and also drew water enough for us and watered the flock. And he said unto his daughters, and where is he? Why is it that ye have left the man? Call him that he may eat bread. And Moses was content to dwell with the man. And he gave Moses Zipporah, his daughter. And she bare him a son and called his name Gershom. Uh, for he said, this is what Moses said, I have been a stranger in a strange land. That's why he named his son Gershom. Because he said, I've been a, a stranger in a strange land. Now, uh, turn with me to Genesis or the better sheet. Amen. Chapter 10. And verse number, I believe it's verse number uh, five. Let's see. Um. And it's talking about now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And unto them were born sons after the flood. But one, uh, and it's talking about the Canaanites and it's talking about this uh, in verse number 18 of uh, Genesis chapter 10. Uh, and it talks about Mizraim, which is Egypt in verse 13. And so it's talking about all of the descendants uh, of Ham. But we're going to go on from there. Uh, I don't really see the, must have wrote down the verse, uh, or I didn't write it down, the one I was looking for. However, um, so uh, Moses, I'm sorry, Abraham got married again after Sarah had passed away, and he married a woman named Keturah which was of the line of Ham. And uh, then because he flew, he fled to Midian 
when Pharaoh was looking for him. And Jethro or Yitro gave him his daughter Zipporah as a wife. Amen. And uh, I want to share just a couple of definitions and then we're going to put it all together. Um, and one of the definitions was when Paul said that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. If you remember, we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, uh, Paul said that we have this treasure. In other words, we possess or we hold or we have this treasure uh, in earthen vessels. And the word there for treasure is the same word uh, that uh, we get our English word thesaurus from. Uh, and it means that we have a storehouse of precious things. Uh, also, he said that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And the word there in Greek is ostrakinos, which means that we have this treasure uh, in vessels of clay. This is what the word uh, or the definition of ostrakinos in Greek means for the word vessel. And it's talking about an earthen vessel. Uh, it's made of clay or terracotta or earth. Uh, the, the word for vessel is skeus, uh, which means a container or a jar or a instrument or a vessel. Uh, uh, and, you know, it's very important to remember that God made man from the dust of the ground. God did not make man Superman. Did you hear what I said? God did not make man Superman, but what dwells or who dwells on the inside of us is what gives us the power to do the things that we do. Uh, and Moses, as mightily as God used him, Moses was still a man. And I think all of us should remember that, that, you know, no matter how much God uses us to do miracles and wonders and all those kind of things. And look at all what God did through Moshe or Moses in the land of Egypt. But yet he was still a man. And it wasn't Moses, but it was who was operating through him that made all the difference in the world. And uh, I remember uh, a, a lady asked me some years ago that what if she prayed for someone and, and they didn't get healed? And I, you know, the Lord just led me to tell her, hey, it's, it's really not up to you to heal that person anyway, but it's the one who dwells in you that does the healing. And, and John, I believe it's first John. He says, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And there's no reference there to Satan. But I believe that scripture is really uh, talking about um, not only, of course, he's greater than the devil. That, that's applicable. But he's also greater than us. And sometimes we forget that. Because God starts using us and then we forget that it's not us that's doing the work, but it's him. Even Jesus, when he dwelt on the face of the earth, he said, it's not me, but my father does the work. You see, and Jesus as an example for us and for as a forerunner for us, 
he had to he had to empty himself uh, of his divinity and he had to take on humanity. All right. In uh, Exodus or Shemot chapter number 18, uh, it says, Now Yitro, the priest of Midian, Moshe's father-in-law, heard about all that God had done for Moshe and Israel, his people, how Adonai had brought Israel out of Egypt after Moshe had sent away his wife Zipporah and her two sons. Yitro, Moshe's father-in-law, had taken them back. The name of the one son was Gershom, and we already talked about that. He named him Gershom, or Moses named him Gershom, because he said uh, a foreigner, uh, he said a foreigner there, or I have been a foreigner in a strange land. For Moshe uh, had said, I have been a foreigner in a foreign land. The name of the other was Eleazar, that was Moses' other son, uh, and that means my God helps. Because the God of my father helped me by rescuing me from Pharaoh's sword. Yitro, Moshe's father-in-law, brought Moshe's son and wife to him in the desert where he, where he was camped at the mountain of God, at Mount Horeb. He sent word to Moshe, I, your father-in-law, Yitro, am coming to you and your wife and her two sons. Moshe went out to meet his father-in-law, prostrated himself, and kissed him. Then, after inquiring of each other's welfare, they entered the tent. Moshe told his father-in-law all that Adonai had done to Pharaoh and the Egyptians for Israel's sake, all the hardships they had suffered while traveling, and how Adonai had rescued them. Yitro rejoiced over all the good that Adonai had done for Israel rescuing by rescuing them from the Egyptians. And you see the emotion there. Sometimes we don't see the emotions that's involved in the in the uh, text. But here it says that he rejoiced. He was happy. He uh, uh, was glad. Yitro said, blessed be Adonai who has rescued you from the Egyptians and from Pharaoh who has rescued the people from the harsh hand of the Egyptians. Now, and remember that Egypt was in Africa or, and still is in Africa. That's where it is. It's in Northern Africa. So, you know, I, well, this is a side note. I kind of believe that some, not all black people were slaves in, in the United States, believe me, not all of them. But I believe that some people were slaves because we enslaved the Israelites. Now, that's my personal opinion, because the Israelites were enslaved by Pharaoh in Egypt, and Egypt is in Africa. Now, verse 11 of, of Exodus chapter 18. Now I know that Adonai is greater than all other gods, because he rescued those who were treated so arrogantly. Yitro, Moshe's father-in-law, brought a burnt offering and sacrifice to God. And Aharon came with all the leaders of Israel's uh, Israel to share the meal before God with Moshe's father-in-law. The following day, Moshe set to uh, settle disputes for the people while the people stood around Moshe from morning till evening. When Moshe's father-in-law saw all that was uh, that he was doing to the people, he said, "What is this that you are doing to the people?" Why do you sit 
there alone with all the people standing around you from morning to evening? Moshe answered his father-in-law, it is because the people came or they come to me seeking guidance or God's guidance whenever they have a dispute. It comes to me. I judge between one person and another, and I explain to them God's law and teaching. Moshe's father-in-law said to him, what you are doing isn't good. You will certainly wear yourself out. This is what Moshe's father-in-law told him. And, and Yitro comes to Moshe or Moses as a uh, objective observer. And he tells him, he says, what you're doing is not good. And I'm pretty sure that Moses or Moshe thought that this thing was uh, just fine. But you remember that we said that, you know, Paul said, you, you have this treasure in earthen vessels. You're still earth. You're still flesh and blood. You're still human. You're still uh, frail and fragile, you know, and some things, and sometimes we take too much on ourselves. And uh, we put too much of a weight and a load on ourselves, and we need to delegate some of that uh, responsibility to faithful people uh, around us. And this is basically for leaders, but some, but it's also for other people too, because you know sometimes you have to you, you have to realize that even though God is using you, and even though you're so spiritual and all of that, sometimes you need help, and and, and you're still human. Now, we said that uh, Paul said that you have this treasure in earthen vessels, you know, and uh, it's talking about a clay vessel. Well, uh, I, you know, when Moses was Moses father in law said that you're going to wear yourself out or wear yourself away. I looked up the word to wear away in the Hebrew and in the Hebrew. Guess what? The word is Nabal and uh, it means to wither away. It means to crumble away. It means to wear out. It means to sink. It means to drop down. It means to languish. It means to fade. But also the root word. And remember, I told you, if you want to know what a Hebrew word means, look at its root and then look at where that root came from. But however, the word uh, is also uh, the other root. If you go as far back as you can with the roots of the word, when uh, Yitro or Jethro was telling Moses, you're going to wear yourself out. The Hebrew root word is nebel, and uh, it's a masculine noun, and it means a skin, it means a bottle, it means a jar, and jar in the, in during that time was an earthen jar, a earthen vessel, and and it was one that was baked in heat, and it began to uh, become like what we have today, a lot of porcelain. Uh, dishes and stuff like that, but it means a bottle, a jar, a pitcher, or an earthen jar. And so, you know, it was like quite amazing because <clears throat> the the verse where Paul said that we're earthen vessels, and when Moses' father-in-law started talking to him, he's using the same concept that Paul used. In other words, he's telling Moses, yeah, you have all this power. God has given you all this power and he works his miracles through you, Moses, but you're still flesh and blood. You can only still handle so much as a human being, you see. And and and, and Moses was not dealing with uh, 50 people or 100 people. Moses was dealing with over a million people, you know, and he had to take and, 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 and uh, settle all of these disputes between these people, you know, and, and it was from morning until evening. 
And when uh, Moses' father-in-law came to him and saw what he was doing, he said, this thing is not good. You're going to wear yourself out. You're, my, you're a mighty man of God. God has called you. Yeah, but you're going to wear yourself out. You need some help. And he told him to take of the elders, uh, 70 elders that, uh, you know, pick him out that was uh, reputable people. And he said, uh, God will take of the spirit that's on you and put it on them. And then you let them handle the lighter matters. And then you handle the weightier matters. And so uh, the, the scripture is fulfilled in that situation. You know, uh, Proverbs chapter 27 and verse 17 says, iron sharpens iron. It didn't mean that Moses didn't know what he was doing. It didn't mean that uh, it wasn't trying to, Jethro or Yitro was not trying to minimize Moses, you know, but he came to him and he saw what he was doing and he saw it wasn't good. And he approached him about it out of concern for him. You know, but Moses, the Bible said, was one of the meekest men that ever lived. So he was he was able to receive from Yitro what he was saying. Look, some of us need to need to examine our lives and realize that God can send us someone that can look at our lives objectively and out of concern and share with us, uh, uh, you know, where we're falling short at and, and where we have it together at and where we need help at and things like that. But all of us need a Yitro in our lives. Uh, and so my time is just about gone. But we're going to pick up uh, next time with some more uh, insights on uh, and finish Exodus chapter 18 and then move into Exodus chapter 19. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this day. Lord, I ask that you speak to your people, that you make your word clear to each and every one of us. Lord, I ask that you would speak to us, Father. Lord, help us not to take more on ourselves than what we can handle. Mm -hmm.